Hello and welcome to this, um, well, I guess, recap episode uh, for Thursday, late night episode for Locked On Penguins. I'm, of course, your host, Hunter Hodes. Before we get into tonight's uh, game against the Boston Bruins, I do want to say um, I didn't post the episode yesterday, but I did have a crossover episode with uh, Nicole Giordano of Locked On Capitals where we just you know, talked about from news and notes around the league. If you guys want to go check it out, it's at on Locked On Capitals. If you look it up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just, you know, go to her Twitter. I think it's um, Nikki Giordano with an underscore, I think. The fact that I don't know her Twitter by, by um, in my head is still pretty embarrassing considering I was with her for it last night. We were together. And then, of course, we just answered some questions about uh, Penguins Caps, you know, just stuff like that since the Penguins and Capitals are going to be playing um, very, very shortly. Uh, I think it used to be in just about a couple of weeks now, uh, two Sundays away, I believe, is when the Penguins play the Capitals. So go check up that out. Watch that. You know, if it's too cringy, you know, please let me know. Please let me know in my DMs or comment. Uh, I thought it was really fun. But um, now, folks, um, of course, follow my Twitter at Hunter Hoodies. Follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. But, of course, tonight the Penguins had their four-game winning streak snapped, a 4-1 to setback against the Boston Bruins. Um, you know, there just wasn't a lot to like about for this game. Uh, the Penguins, uh, they did not look good in all three phases of the game. Power play had a really, really bad um, game tonight. They, just, they weren't crisp on their passes. Their zone entries were poor. Weren't getting shots on net. I mean, I know the Penguins did open the scoring. Sidney Crosby with a rocket um, less than 30 seconds into the game. Also, um, this is the uh, annual dad's trip for the Penguins, in case you guys uh, did not know that. Um, all the dads, the Penguins, I think... I heard on the broadcast that this is the 11th annual dad's trip for the Penguins and the dads. So uh, it's great that maybe they'll one day they'll, they'll do a uh, mom's trip. Uh, I think that'd be uh, really cool to see. But um, speaking of that, before we, of course, get back to the game, uh, Troy Crosby, Sidney Crosby's dad, I do not think has aged one bit in the 11 years that I remember him. He just looks, uh, going back to like 2008, 2009, he just, he looks the exact same as he did then. So I find that. Really, really funny, but um, getting back to the game, of course, yeah, like I said, Crosby opened the game, a blistering slap shot, one nothing. Um, just what a pass also from Dominic Simone, but after that, it was just all Bruins. Um, the Penguins were very poor defensively, I thought, tonight, um, which is usually a big outlier. Offensively, they really couldn't generate much at even strength, and the power play was bad. Um, um, what else? Uh, I think, you know, a couple of the goals, uh, you know, Jari didn't really have a chance on. I think the first goal... Um, you know, it was just a nice shot. The second goal, beautiful redirect past him for 2-1 and then 3-1. I think he could have had that back. That shot was a little um, further out that I would like for him to give up, and it went glove side. It was a really nice um, glove side shot by Bergeron. Then, of course, the fourth one was the empty net, so, you know, not going to really do too much there. But also, you know, speaking of Tristan Jari, um, you know, there's been a, a, little bit, a little bit of an alarming trend with him. He's obviously had an outstanding season. He's been a very great Story for the Penguins since taking over for Matt Murray, who has had his struggles, but is starting to play better. You know, I think this is the fifth game in a row now that he's allowed three goals or more. You know, it, there's, you know, he's obviously we know he was not going to play at 940, 950 forever, but, you know, his level of play um, has reduced. A uh, shout out to um, Chad Fracci tweeting out his numbers um, after the game about um, Tristan, uh, Tristan Jari here. Um, yeah, I mean, going back, yeah, his last five starts to January 2nd, yep, three goals, three goals each game. Um, you know, it's just, uh, it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of meh, you know, you, you hope that, um, it, it rebounds, but 
You know, I mean, I think it will, but still, it's, like I said, a little bit of an alarming trend. Matt Murray is obviously going to go tomorrow night against the Red Wings, and this is what I'm going to be curious to see. If Matt Murray has another really, really good game tomorrow night, uh, he's had pretty some three games in a row where he's been good. I definitely could see Mike Sullivan going to Murray this time at home against the Bruins on Sunday um, instead of going back to Jari because um, I think it's just, you know, it's just it's a little bit, like I said, of an alarming trend for... Um, Virgari, but you know what? You gotta be objective about it. You gotta call out, call out how it is, and because you know, if if the, the roles were reversed and this was Matt Murray giving up three goals a game for his past five to six starts, you know, like I mean, like he was kind of earlier in the season, you know, people were calling for his head. But you know what? As usual, Penguins. Some Penguins fans are now not calling for his head because you know some people like have an agenda against Matt Murray. I think, which is kind of weird, uh, considering he's won back-to-back Stanley Cups. But also, I think these people are very hard. Flurry stands, but still, uh, Jari, he was not really the culprit of this loss, and, and really, I mean, just just a little bit of an alarming trend, I would say. Um, what else here? Um, I thought uh, Jack Johnson kind of, yeah, the first goal I thought on Jari, Jack Johnson was kind of screening the goalie, it bounced off him and in, uh, of course, you know, Jack Johnson is always contributing to the game in some way or another, usually when it's negative. Um, I thought the officiating in this game was absolute trash. I did not like the officiating at all one bit. Um, the Bruins were kind of living on the edge a lot of the times with these ridiculously close to predatory hits. Uh, Charlie McAvoy, uh, I don't know how he wasn't penalized, but I think Zach Aston Reese was on a play in the first period. That should have been at least four on four, potentially a power play for Pittsburgh. That made no sense. Um, I think Wagner had a, pen, uh, a call that he wasn't penalized on. Uh, there's just a lot of these back-and-forth calls that just were not penalized. I thought the officiating was trash. Um, when you let these kind of calls go, I mean, that, that, that that's just signaling that you want the game to almost um, break open in, in some way. Um, I just, I don't really get it for, <clears throat> actually, excuse me, the, um, the officiating, but, um, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, it was, it was Ashton Reese for that roughing call, but, you know, the Bruins came up to, the Bruins came up and had the response, and it was just, they, they even called a penalty on them. So, um, you know, that's, that's NHL officiating. That's Paul, uh, it's not Paul Dvorsky. That's just, that's just NHL officiating for you in a nutshell. I thought all night long, it was just absolute trash, but, you know, they'll do that sometimes. Um, of course, the big story, um, Yaroslav Halak, uh, I just, I, I cannot stand this guy, man. I, I hated him uh, for 10 years. I will probably hate him for the rest of my life, considering what he did to the Penguins in 2010. I know <clears throat> Capitals fans probably have a bigger reason to hate Yaroslav Halak, considering he basically beat the Capitals by himself in seven games, though he kind of did against the Penguins as well um, in the next round uh, when he they beat them in seven games. But also I kind of blame Marc-Andre Fleury in game six and seven for... Completely shitting the bed. But you know what? We're not going to go into that all that one bit right now. But still, Halak was just a menace this game. Of course, you know, we all know Chikorask is out with a concussion. I doubt he's going to play on Sunday against the Penguins, so they're probably going to go back to Yaroslav Halak again. Um, it's just, you know, he's he's had a really good career, but man, every time he just has one of these good, good-ass games, they always come against the Penguins, man. It just, it just, ugh, it's been doing this for 10 damn years already. It's just, it's enough. Uh, the Penguins, they, they, this, this is where they lost the game, I thought. You know, 2-1, uh, times one down the second period, shorthanded, 2-1-0 coming in. Brian Russ with this 
you know, who's been awesome all year. Just a weak shot, like 20 feet out. Like, come on, man. You got to come in a little bit more and shoot the puck. Or maybe pass it over again. I'd have to check the replay. But, you know, that was a shot from 20 feet out. Halak is going to make that save usually 10 times out of 10. And then he had that beautiful pass over to, I think it was Bluger. And, of course, Halak makes, I think, one not one save, but two saves on that. And it was just, it was like that all night with Halak, man. You know, it's just typical Yaroslav Halak um, against the Penguins. And, it's just it's 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 annoying at this point, but you know what? Whatever. Uh, hopefully the Penguins will get another crack at them. Uh, you know this is going to be a Boston Bruins team that is you're going to probably see them in the conference final. Though I think Tampa will give them a hell of a series. I think um, it's one of the it's your Penguins are going to see Boston or Tampa in the conference final. I think it's going to be Boston. I think Boston will beat Tampa Bay. Though I know Tampa Bay has been really really hot so far. Um, for these last 11, 12 games, I know they lost to Minnesota tonight. But um, I don't think this is a team that the Penguins would want to potentially see in the playoffs. I think this is the team that has the best chance of beating them. I think the Penguins can definitely beat the Islanders. I know they can beat the Capitals, considering the Penguins' history against the Caps. But, you know, the way the Penguins just play up in Boston, man, it's just it's bad. Yeah, I'd have to check the stats. But I think going back to the Eastern Conference Final in 2013, I think they've only won... I think just less than five times since then, maybe less, maybe three times. I need to go double-check the numbers, but it's low. I mean, they do not win up there very often. The only times they ever beat Boston, that PPG Paints Arena. Twice last season out of three games, they beat the Bruins because, you know, they beat them at PPG Paints Arena. So, you know, of course, the home-and-home switches this season, so they lost two games in Boston, so we'll see if the Penguins can get them back um, in Pittsburgh on Sunday with the 12:30 game, the matinee game. So, yeah, that's really... That's really, I think, all I have to say about the game. Um, you know, Sidney Crosby was awesome. So, I mean, you know, it's a setback, but you know what? Whatever. But, yeah, folks, so <clears throat> so coming out of this commercial break, um, uh, I, I don't really know what else to say, honestly, about this game. I think I'm basically done talking about it. I know I said in the last time when I was done talking about that, but, you know, Sidney Crosby was Sidney Crosby again. That's two games in a row now that he scored. I think that's... Uh, you know, five points in two games since he's come back. You know, ho-hum for Sidney Crosby. He's going to keep playing like that. Penguins are in really good shape. But, um, you know, it's it's fine if the Penguins have one of these games every once in a while. The way they've been playing these last 15, 20 games, you're not going to win every game. And the Penguins know that. You know, everyone knows that. But, you know, you're, you're allowed to have a stinker kind of game. I think this was probably one of their five worst games that they've played this season, but they really haven't had a game like this in a long time. I really wouldn't even count the Florida loss before their four-game winning streak because they were just gassed that night. You, you just That was basically kind of like a scheduled loss, you know. I mean, coming off of back-to-back and playing in less than 24 hours after the fact, you know, you knew they were kind of going to lose that game. But, you know, the Penguins will have a chance to um, <clears throat> right the ship tomorrow night as they will travel to Detroit for the last trip of the Dad's trip. To face the Detroit Red Wings, who are on a another level of really, really bad this year, everyone. Um, I, I think the Red Wings are. I think the record is twelve in thirty and three off the top of my head. I'm gonna look it up right now. NHL standings, because I'm a fool. Um, let's see. The Red Wings' record is in fact twelve and three. Have twelve and thirty-two and three. So I was a couple losses off. Um, their their goal differential is a minus eighty-one. They've lost seven of the last ten. They've lost two in a row. This team is just, they're, they're going to probably go down as one of the worst teams that I've ever seen. And um, they will honestly have a very, very good shot at winning the NHL draft lottery. Um, Steve, poor Steve Eiserman out there. He has a really big task ahead of them to rebuild that team. 
Um, I think he's going to be able to do it considering what the job that he did in Tampa, and I think he's a really, really good GM. So Red Wings fans are going to just have to have a lot of patience. Um, that's just, they're a really bad team, but you know, this is just, this is always a trap game. You always have to watch out for these kind of games. You know, these teams will catch you by surprise. Um, they just, they, they, they always will. And the last time the Red Wings um, played, it was this Tuesday, actually. They got crushed, but they gave up eight goals to the Islanders. They gave up five goals to the Sabres, who've been brutal this year. Um, they did beat the Senators, so even though the Senators have almost lost 10 in a row, they beat Montreal, they lost to Chicago, beat Dallas, they lost to Dallas, beat shut out San Jose, lost to Tampa, lost to Florida, lost to Arizona, lost to Toronto, lost to, to Columbus. Uh, yeah, that's just going back into December now. But yeah, it's just not been a really good game, season for Detroit. And the Red Wings know at, at this point. Um, you know, the, the Red Wings, though, they still have some good players. Dylan Larkin, of course, is one of their best players. He's awesome, I would think. Um, they have out Terry Philpula out there. He's been kind of meh at this point. Justin Abelkater is getting older and older by the year. Tyler Bertuzzi, I think, is one of their young spots. He's been... Pretty good so far throughout his career. I think he had a, over a 20-goal season. Um, last season, Robbie Fabry, of course. Um, Patrick Nemeth. Um, I, I didn't even know what the Adam Ernie is in their lineup. Mike Green is still there. I feel bad for him. And then their goaltending has just been uh, woof. Uh, it is. Uh, it has been bad. Uh, Calvin Picard, I think, gave up five goals in that game against Islanders. Had a 737 save percentage in Jimmy Howard. Gave up three goals. He was 571. So, yeah, not a recipe for success for the Detroit Red Wings. They are also pretty, pretty banged up right now. I do not believe that um, um, Athanasiu is in their lineup. He was not in the lineup uh, for the game, actually, against the Islanders. So I think he may be missing the game. I just haven't really been up to date with the Red Wings because they've just been so bad this season. And then I think... Um, is Philip Zadina in this? I don't know if Philip Zadina... Oh, yeah, yeah, he's been playing. He's been obviously one of the Red Wings' best prospects. Um, they have a lot to look forward to um, with him as well. But still, you know, Franz Nielsen, he's on an albatross of a contract. I still can't believe they can haul and send in that kind of deals. But honestly, I just don't know what teams are going to want from the Red Wings at the deadline. They really don't have a lot to sell. Maybe you can get someone to take Mike Green, Trevor Daly, uh... Tyler Bertuzzi, I don't think they're going to trade Larkin. They're not going to trade Heronic. Maybe you can get something for Fabry. Their goalies are really not going to go anywhere with, um, you know, Picard and Howard. Um, that's just a bad hockey team. And this is a team the Penguins should just absolutely blow out. You know, they're, they're going to, I think they're going to carry play against them. I know it's on a back-to-back. Um, and the last time the Penguins played the Red Wings, it was 4-1 for a while, though. Matt Murray made it a little close at the end. It was they ended up being a 4-3 final um, for the Penguins. They ended up beating the Red Wings. And yeah, so the Penguins will try to win the season series tomorrow night against the Red Wings. I really don't have too much more to add. Um, I think about the Red Wings just because you know they're they're just they're really bad. Um, this is I don't think they're gonna break the NHL record for a minus goal differential. I think it was over a minus one hundred something. I'd have to go double check. I know it's. I think it might have been in the one tens, one teens, one twenties, something like that. But um. Yeah, they're just they're they're terrible, and the fact that I've talked about the Red Wings uh, for this long is uh, pretty pretty funny at this point. And I even forgot that they had um, Darren Helm. I forgot is on this team, and and Luke Glenn Denning. I, I totally forgot that he is also 
some on there. There's just a lot of players on here that I just have no idea who they are. And um, yeah, that just goes to show how bad that uh, Detroit is. And they only have 12 wins. I repeat, 12 wins in 47 games. That is on another out-of-the-worldly level of sucking. Because they just they suck so damn bad. This should be a win for the Penguins, but, you know, don't take any team lightly. It's a trap game for a reason, but just, you know, go out, get back on track, win the game, and then Sunday you have another rematch against Boston to uh, potentially steal um, a win against the season series, even though they've lost the season series um, to the Boston Bruins. I really don't have, I think, folks, too much more to add. For this episode, because considering like what happened with the Penguins tonight, you know, there's really not too much to analyze about and not too really much to talk about. Who had a good game? Because we already know basically it was one player that had a good game. I thought John Marino was also um pretty decent because you know that's ho hum for John Marino at this point. But um around the Metropolitan Division, um the Rangers um helped the Penguins out by beating the Islanders tonight, so the Islanders remain three points behind back the Penguins. Penguins did have an opportunity to get with uh, over Three, uh, potentially five points ahead of them, but of course they lost. But tomorrow night they'll have another opportunity, but they'll also have, the Islanders will still have two games in hand um, on the Penguins if the Penguins win tomorrow night, but they would be five points ahead of them. And the Islanders having two games in hand, but also the Washington Capitals. They won tonight. They ended up beating the New Jersey Devils. I think it was 5-2. to two. Alex Ovechkin got another hat trick, so he's on pace to still have a rocket, Richard, and the Capitals are now um, six points ahead. Of the Pittsburgh Penguins, but if the Penguins win tomorrow night, they'll be tied with games played at 48, and the Penguins will be four games back of them again. So the Penguins missed two big opportunities tonight with the game. They would have been five points ahead of the Islanders, but even though the Islanders would have two games in hand, and they would have been um, four games behind the Caps with potential to get within two points of them tomorrow night with a win against Detroit. But you know what? Still early a little bit. You know, the Penguins still have four games left against the Capitals. They still have a game left against the Islanders, so... Um, we're really, really not too worried. I'm at this point. I do think that, um, also the Flyers lost tonight, which is good. Um, Columbus was able to beat the Hurricanes. The Columbus has been, what a, what a story the Columbus has been this year. I did not expect Columbus to be fighting for a playoff spot, especially considering they lost, um, almost all their core players. But you know what? That's the magic of John Tortorella, I guess. And they also got Cam Atkinson back tonight. Also want to give my best wishes to Dougie Hamilton. That injury looked disastrous. I think he even shouted or said, it looked like someone was, um, I looked like he said, <clears throat> excuse me folks, that he, um, I think he said to the athletic trainer that I think I broke my leg. So um, really, we really hope for the best for Dougie Hamilton. He's such a treat to watch. He's um, a really, really, really good player. And that would be a devastating injury for the Hurricanes if he is out for um, any time. Also around the league tonight, Vegas was able to beat the Senators. Uh, I had my thoughts on Vegas yesterday about firing Gerard Gallant. Thought it made no sense. I still think it makes no sense at all. The Flames beat the Maple Leafs. Um, the Avalanche are crushing the Sharks. Ho-hum. The Sabres. Actually, no, the Lightning in the um, Wild game is actually still going on. My mistake. But um, the Wild are up 3-2 right now with four minutes left in the third period. So that would be a big uh, bounce-back game for the Wild after getting crushed. It's just uh, absolutely crushed by... Um, the Pittsburgh Penguins on um, Tuesday night. But I think that's all I have for you guys for this week's episode. Um, this today's episode, this week's episode, today's episode of Locked on Penguins. We'll have another one coming tomorrow night. I'm trying to decide if I should do it um, after the game tomorrow night against the Red Wings. I may just do it uh, then. Maybe, I don't know. I've already done a preview for the game. 
or maybe I'll just do it and then maybe I'll do another mailbag uh, question where people can just send in questions as it's a Friday kind of mailbag day and we'll also break down the Penguins game against the Red Wings, see if they win, they see if they lost, uh, see who did well and whatnot and all that good stuff. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, please check out the episode that me and Nicole Giordano did from Locked On Capitals the other day where we ask each other questions. Follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. And uh, we'll be talking to you guys tomorrow night, hopefully after the game. All right, everyone. Take care.